welcome to the Share Chair podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Mrs. Van Singel, yeah. welcome to the Share Chair podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's cool. You have made an interesting transition in uh, last year from a middle school teacher to a high school guidance counselor and teacher. Now, I actually don't know. Do you, is it two classes a day? Yeah. So it is, it is half-time uh, counselor, half-time yeah. teacher. Okay. Can you, like, maybe we could just start out by understanding what attracted you to that, to that mm-hmm. transition? Yeah. Uh, well, I had heard that Mr. Kokenhauer was going to retire and, um, just with, you know, everything in education, I've, you know, you hear a lot of things. So, um, I said, well, you know, when it's put in the board minutes and, you know, it's public, I'll, I'll think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I loved my job at the middle school, like literally probably, you know, like now hindsight, it's like, is just an awesome position. Um, I worked with, you know, Mr. Core, who's so organized, and um, Mr. West, who's so supportive, you know, mm-hmm. so, and Mrs. Bry, who knows everything. <laughs> so, I, I had, like, a, it was a perfect job. I love eighth grade. I love middle school. Um, maybe not in May, but I don't know <laughs> if anybody does. But, um, and then... You know, the position was posted, and I have a master's degree in in counseling, and um, it's kind of been a lifelong goal to to do counseling. Um, That's why I have a minor in psychology, because I thought somehow I could use that, but you really can't in in the field of of counseling. Um, So uh, I, I, you know, I had a couple people ask me, like, hey, are you going to apply for this? And... um, it was interesting because I was like, oh, I, I feel like in education you don't have, like you only have a window, right, of so much at least to not leave Spring Lake. And, and mm-hmm. I'm obviously not, I have 19 years and I'm, I'm not going to leave Spring Lake. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was like, and at the time I didn't know that Mr. Sabo was going to retire. Right. Um, so I just, you know, I thought about it and I prayed about it and I was like, well, you know, um, if I don't take this chance right now, this opportunity, then I I might not ever do this in my career. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I kind of felt like it was a beautiful blend of everything that I do. Um, I counsel kids in the gym, you know, you counsel kids in sports and then just, it's a, it's a little more intense. Yes. (laughs) Um, but it's been, it's been a different transition, you know, like it's, there's a lot of serious, heavy stuff, you yes. know, but I, at, at the phys ed position, I could feel, I could feel myself like getting restless. Okay. Um, as much as, I mean, you get to be outside, you get to play with kids, you get to have an impression on their day and, um, middle schoolers just kind of need a champion, you know, they need a person in their corner so I kind of felt hard about leaving there Mm -hmm. but um 
kids needed all of them need a champion you know they, no they all need yeah. somebody in their corner whether they're in eighth grade or seventh grade or high school um, I've been fortunate in my career to get to teach you know k-12 literally yeah and yeah. so I find that kids are they're a lot the same you know they yeah. just want your time and connection and attention when they're when they're willing to seek it yeah. on their terms. What is your observation from a guidance counselor's perspective about student culture right now? So um, coming in last year, you know, I didn't really, I mean, obviously I know we're in a, de- a huge academic school, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're like, um, but the thing that has, impacted me the most is seeing uh, how anxious our students are and that it um, and one end of the spectrum has some ability to, to um, manage it and others are in a, in a bad spot and um, anxious about it doesn't uh, matter I mean okay. it, it could be okay. it, a lot of it is academic right mm-hmm. um, but there's just a lot of there's a lot of life stuff that ki- every we you know you see all these memes and quotes about like be kind because you never know what somebody's carrying, um, and that is so true. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, I think your perspective when you are in a position for someone to like trust you and open up because I think in general adolescents, you know, don't come by that naturally. Um, so I feel like if you can create an environment where they, um, feel safe and that they will, um, like my office, like I'm not going to fix anything, you know, and as soon as you learn that it's not your job to fix it, but you can help guide them, whether it be through speaking with their parents or whether it be giving them specific tools to work on when their thought patterns go a specific place, whether it be simply to say, you know, have you ever thought of talking to somebody outside of school? Right. Um, because I feel like we've become a society of anxiety. Like, mm. we're just, everybody is just in the race to get to the next thing, and we're losing the moment. Um, that in your own challenging times and you're because you know you, in talking about mentors that you you even said you prayed a lot mm-hmm. so you, your faith is an important part of who you are it's it's extremely important part of who I am yeah has that been the case since you were young um no I I have always been a believer um, but I don't think I started living out my faith until um, like I hit rock bottom in my life in, in terms of um, my family dynamics changing, getting a divorce. That wasn't something that I saw coming. So mm-hmm. um, my faith helped me through that. And the people that came in, you know, talking about mental health or talking about exhaustion, um, the people that came to lift me up, um, were people from a church that didn't even know me 
you know. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes when you go through things, like, people th that are closest to you, they don't know how to help you because they're grieving too. And so um, I think that everybody has, again, we go back to perceptions. Like, everybody has their perceptions and everybody um, thinks that, you know, they know somebody. Um, but my faith has evolved because... I've watched it work. If you had one piece of advice to give to anyone, what would it be? That is a huge question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would go back to um, finding your faith and just knowing that um, you we're not in control. And like when you can give that up and you can just have some trust that, you know, you might have a test tomorrow or you might have problems in your family, um, that if you can win that day um, and not be overcome by all the problems, that you'll get to tomorrow and that you don't have to be this productive, overachieving person every single day, but... Um, you know, self-growth comes from, you know, just watching yourself make it out of maybe a dark place. And finding people, like, that you can, that can help you. Like, one of our rules in our house is, like, and we don't have a lot, but it's like, ask for help. And that's a really hard thing to do. But if you can get to a space where you can ask for help, whether it's me, like, hey, I need some help with the laundry, or whether it's, you know, hey, mom, I don't understand this math problem, um, or whether it's, I'm sad, you know, to ask for what you need because mm. you're worth it. Like you're worth that, that effort. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Naomi. Okay. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair podcast. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com for updates.